welcome to the Mo Show. So my name is Mo Quick, and here on the Mo Show, we talk about all different aspects of life, from finances to wellness and even love. Like today, we're talking to someone super special. Her name is April Mason. April is going to help us embrace our femininity for our males she's going to teach you about the type of woman that you should be looking for we're going to talk about how we are what we attract so much is going to happen today so let's just you know what i'm saying get right into it she's actually the author of a super popular book identity switch maybe you've heard of it hey baby girl hey Looking fabulous, honey. It's my 80s. I'm feeling the 80s round away girl vibes. Oh, that's, that's what the look is. is. It's familiar and warm. I didn't know where it was from. Yes, that 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 round away bamboo earrings, at least two pair. I just don't have a Fendi bag today with a bad attitude. Yeah, we got a good attitude and yes, great hair. Yes, Thank you. Thank you. I love it. So April Mason, yes, she is the author of Identity Switch. And not only is she an author, she was also telling me that she's been doing some counseling. And men nonetheless. So you made this book for women, right? But you counsel men. Okay, this is what happened. Before we get to the part where you're counseling men, and though the identity switch is for that woman who doesn't know that her femininity is in there, right? Yes, it's a part of it, yes. Okay, it's a big part of it, yes. The main reason you wrote the book and the main reason why two of you are on the cover, what's that about? Well, the main reason I wrote the book is because I've gone through several identity switches myself. Interesting. Um, And what I said, when I mean identity switch, I mean deciding the type of life that you want and becoming the woman that can obtain that. Because the old version of you got you to where you are right now. Do you like where you are right now? Do you like your relationship status? Do you mm-hmm. like your bank account? Do you like your happiness? Do you like your weight? Mm-hmm. All of these things you start to ask yourself, and you realize it's all based upon the choices that you've made to be the woman that you are now. And a lot of times women will do the work to become academically successful, but they don't operate from the right hemisphere of their brain, which is the feminine side. Is that the common sense side? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me you know, uh, grab I, the research. A book. lot of it has to do, <laughs> let's say, let's, let's, let me word it this way. Okay. It has to do with feminine, woman common sense. But because it's be, been beaten out of us to be strong and independent and make it happen, it's not so common anymore. Okay. So, does okay. that sound better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't mean to be a jerk. <laughs> I saw what happened there. Okay. See, I was trying. I'm trying. I had a rough morning, honey. Okay. Okay. So I love that. Sometimes I would. Now, I'm not going to just go on the limb here, but let me ask you. Yes. I'm only speaking for myself. But would you say that is because we're able to use our book knowledge because we were taught to use our book knowledge, but maybe our moms didn't teach us how to be feminine? Am I right or wrong? You're absolutely correct. Okay. The thing is, one of the things I talked about in the book is how a lot of what we're carrying, um, sidebar, men are buying this book in droves as well, too, because the, the concept of identity switch can go for man or woman. Women were just more my target audience. Yeah. But a lot of us are carrying beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, thought processes, and fears that have nothing to do with us. They were passed down to us because mama had a bad relationship with a man or mama had some issues with her mom or her dad or whatever. And so in in their way, and God bless them, of protecting us, they try to stop us by giving us their limitations, fear, and beliefs. So now we're walking around talking about men ain't ish. Girl, (laughs) make sure you buy your own stuff because ain't no man going to take care of you. So now you come up with this attitude 
And you don't even know why it's there because everything she's taught you to protect yourself from, it ain't happened to you. Oh, Lord. So now you got this protective shield up and no man has tried to run over you. Oh, nobody has tried to misuse you. But because you're in that energy, you start attracting people that will do that to you. Okay, so projection is a real mother flip-flop, right? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. And you are right about that, especially because our moms and I am... would you say God bless them? God um, bless them. I am so sad to say it out loud, but because they struggled, say, you know, so much, they were alone. You know, at least from yes. my mom, she yes. didn't have nobody yes. coming to tell her you need to go see a professional. Um, you are hurting your children with yes. the bad things yes. you're saying about all these yes. different people. Yes. All your negativity yes. that you're so upset with. We don't know who angered you this much, and, but yes. you need to go talk to somebody and not your And children. they're not taking accountability for the choices that they've made in oh, the men. That they, you'll never hear her say she's yeah, wrong. Yeah, they, they women don't take responsibility <laughs> um, at all for the choices in the men that they choose. And it's because it's easier to place the blame on the man instead of saying, you know what? The woman that I was being has caused me to choose men like this. Let me sit down and see what the common denominator is with me. Because if you if we honest, Mo, if we're really honest. I'm scared. Where are we going with this? We honest. <laughs> when you hear a woman talk about men, mm-hmm. she talks about it from the perspective of they're all this way. Mm-hmm. That suggests to me that, no, those are the ones that you're choosing to entertain, which is why you're able to lump them all in the category because that's what's been your experience. Mm-hmm. But on the right side of the brain... Cause you're so lo- if you're gonna be logical, be logical in the in the perspective of thinking, well, maybe it's me. Mm. But they don't do that because, see, Miss April, you need to get on these men. No, if you have a vagina, men will follow. <laughs> Period. Is it that simple? It's when I say men are so simple, it's like women don't understand the power that we have. My best friend is a man, he's been married 25 years, and he said, Hey. If God made anything better than a woman, he kept it to himself. He oh. said, I can't stand the fact that my wife can get whatever she wants to get out of me just by being a girl. Hmm. My daughter is getting ready to get engaged. Um, they had this conversation. And one of the things he said was, it's not what you do, it's who you're being to me Ooh. that makes me want to give you the world. They I have a half that. a million dollars under contract and she's about to get the ring. <laughs> Because, you know, she didn't send me the text message. I was like, see, this is what happened when you listen to your mama. She didn't listen the first marriage, you, you know. Girl, but we this never time, did the first time. I'm like, just listen to your mama. He don't belong with us. He's not going to take care of you. And he's not. It wasn't that. Let me say Let me say this. He was not given the blueprint on what it meant to be a man that knows how to reverence a feminine woman. Ooh. Because most of our men... Their first instance with toxic femininity is their mothers. So when you get yelling and screaming and whatnot, a lot of times, and this I've experienced this with dating, when you are in more of a feminine woman, mm-hmm. men, especially our men, don't know how to receive that because that's not what they seem. They seem the strong, independent, and uh, I don't need you. I teach to be resilient and interdependent is what I teach. Mm. So, yes, men do have a part to play, mm-hmm. but heterosexual men that like women, they follow women. So we are we are the gatekeepers of the standard. So if there is no standard, they fighting on the internet about these men, they talking all of this foolishness. Girl, if I hear another sad song, I'm going to scream. <laughs> Very feminine women. We love the masculine. It's like, whatever you like. Because it's, and it's not from a being a doormat. It's because we handle it all the time. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a wise woman, I should be able to vet a man 
and choose the best man that carries that masculinity that will allow me to rest in my femininity. I'm not the strong, independent black woman because I tell people all the time, I'm not as ambitious as you think. Mm. I like being in the passenger position. I do well better in the support role. Girl. I do better with amplifying your money than going out working hard to make my own. <laughs> Come on, girl, speak. You know, you give me five million, <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you back fifty. Mm. Because I understand the resource and the asset amplifier woman that I am. I'm not a builder woman. I'm an amplifier. So, which means you have to come with something with a vision. I know that I work best with a man that gives me something to do. Mm. And because of that, it puts me in a security position with him. And being in that secure position, I'm allowed to bask in my femininity. Mm. I'm allowed to flow. I'm allowed to say, oh, honey, you know what? I was thinking. You would do amazing at writing a book. Like, you know all the knowledge that you share with me? I think you're really dope, right? First of all, you're, you're very talented, and you're very smart, and I love learning from you. But, babe, think about writing a book. And then you go on about your way. Maybe a week later, baby, you know I was thinking about writing a book. Yeah, I know it was my idea, but I don't have to say, well, you didn't give me no credit. I don't care. Go write the book and get the bag. Oh, and why, as women, care. do we need for you to say that we're right, but we never say we're wrong? Yes. Why? <laughs> it's, it's equivalent to a woman that says, I knew he was cheating but didn't know he was uh, was unhappy. What does that mean? What do you mean? Everybody talks about, I knew he was cheating, and they're looking for cheating, but how can you know he's cheating but you never knew he was unhappy with you? How? Mm, so you're looking for those signs, but you're not looking for yeah. those signs. Why, 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 why do you look for what somebody's doing but you don't know when they're not happy with you. Mm-hmm. Come on. So come on. I'm like, is yeah. that is that being um, self-absorbed? Do you feel like maybe sometimes in relationships, women, because like you said, we know that we get everything just because we're women. So we expect it and we don't want to give the man anything oh, in return. Oh, yes. Women are self-absorbed and, and entitled. And I can say this because I've been doing this work for over 15 years. Mm. They believe because they have a vagina. We do. Um, and pretty that they, and a nice body, that they are entitled to being treated a certain way. However, have you ever seen a woman that's beautiful and she looks amazing, her body, everything is together, very smart, but she, those type of women always get left for more plain James. Yeah, women we're that, looking like, uh-huh. you chose her. Right? Did you see what I was looking like? Because it had nothing to do with yes, what girl. she looked like and what she came to the table with. It was what she was being to him yes. and how she made him feel yes, girl, in speak. his presence. So we see it all the time. But they going out here, girl, thinking that I have to look like this, getting these botched BBLs and all of this tuck it in, suck it out I'm and all that. keep my mouth closed. And then on top of that, <laughs> it's like they're, they're not, I'm doing it for myself. No, you're doing no, it because these men is liking these pictures. <laughs> but here's the thing, Mo. The pictures that they're liking, most of those women don't have a man. Oh, girl. Isn't that the funniest thing? The gorgeous women stay single their whole life. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Because they so, never learn the girl part. Learn the girl part. Learn to just be. A woman that has her femininity, mm. her spirituality, and her sensuality all flowing at the same time is a force to be working with. Ooh, right. I could be scared of that woman. That girl, sounds like a confident woman right Yes, there. she is. Mm. Yes, she is. And women are confident in, I have my degree. You know, he got to be making six figures. <laughs> What do we call it? The three six is six packs, six figures, and it's one more six packs, six figures, and six feet. I did not hear about that, but yes, I would like one too. Um, where are we getting that? <laughs> that's, the, that's that's the thing. They're everywhere, but this is the thing, Mo. The bait that women are using to attract successful, affluent men 
is the wrong bait. They don't care about how much money you have. They don't care about where your house is and all of that. They don't care about that because how is it that you're peacocking them with the same stuff they peacocking you with? You become a dude in a dress. Oh, that's what they hate because we take away their masculinity. They hate it. Listen, <laughs> I'm sitting back like sis. He don't care about you have a, a high rise or you have this beautiful house off in the burbs. A man, a masculine man, which most women are after. When I After doing this work for so long, the criteria of the man of most women, I would say about 99.9% of them is the same. And when I look at the bait that they're using for this type of man, yeah. it's not, it, it doesn't work. I'm like, so why don't you get somebody that will accept your bait? They don't want him. <laughs> they don't want him. Because we always get them. You get them. But you I don't, don't want, want them. him. He will accept you and all of your wonderfulness. <laughs> but I, I'm going to say, bro, I want that. Well, that over there requires something different. So but tell us the bait. Come on, we're going to write it down. What's the bait, April? The bait for that they should the be using? The 666 girl. Oh, understanding to, that it's okay to be agreeable, first and foremost. Agree with him? Agreeable. Over my own thoughts? I didn't say that. Okay, so tell me how I do this, that. This is a lot of times women fight for stuff or. Fight to be right on stuff that don't matter. Yeah, we do. Does it affect your life? Mm. Does it affect your bank account? Mm. Does it affect your mental? So why we still Does yelling. it affect the family? So why you got to fuss about it? Girl, why do we? I don't know. Like, I don't uh, yeah, Social media, y'all understand? Because I don't understand. <laughs> it's like you pick. It's like you just have the need for validation, but that comes from maybe the lack of validation Ooh. from mommy or daddy. Girl so speak. you want to prove that you can. And it's like if... Listen, Mo, if I choose a man, I would have vetted him so well that I can surrender to his leadership because I chose him. So anytime I write on social media about doing something nice for a man in your life or if I comment and say, I share something, say, oh, she did something wonderful for her man. The first thing is, what he doing for her? If she chose him, don't you think she would have chose somebody that's doing something for her? It's like women don't take into account that they make the choice. Sometimes we end up, though, you know, a lot of us settle. A lot of us, because we so long chose the one that we didn't really want, then we end up choosing them in the end because we look around, 35, almost 40, and you go. That's your fault. Oh, I got to go. I got to go. That is your fault. Someone's calling my phone. That is your fault because instead of, you see, you you see, you said that, that they'll just go ahead and continue, just choose somebody and settle, but they never choose to change themselves. Ooh, because they'll stay the same, right? So instead of settling for, I guess I'm going to have to do this, why don't you look within and say, something, something ain't right with me. So it's, I'm off because I keep getting the same result. Mm, so work on yourself. Work on you and why you keep entertaining the same kind of men. Because it's never what you attract, it's what you choose to entertain. Ooh, girl. Because you can have a pool of good men, bad men, and, and mixed up men. But whatever one you resonate, whatever your trauma resonates with. You say trauma. Your trauma. Our trauma guides our, our choices? Oh, yeah. It's your trauma and your self-esteem. You will date according to the level of your self-esteem Ooh. every time. And then you mad. Ooh. These Don't men intimidated. No, now. men aren't intimidated. These men want you to go 50-50. No, males ask you to go 50-50. Men don't ask that question when you are a woman who display her value without ever having to open her mouth. I've never been asked, what do you bring to the table? Because a man will observe you and watch and say, I like how she lives her life. And he can start to assess the asset you can be to him. You never have to tell a man what you bring to the table. If you're being asked, it's because 
you don't display it. If you have an answer of I am the table, it's because you're being ass. Yeah, and you're being an ass. She was not the type. <laughs> <laughs> and why would you want to be an object anyway? <laughs> they always say that. I'm the I table. Am the meal. They, they don't know what to say. Because they don't they don't because their value comes from if you ask them to take away their degree, where they live, what they look like, um, how much money they have, their credit, their cars and all that. And ask them, okay, so what do you bring? I make a house a home. He can hire somebody for that. Well, um, I can, I can um, cook. He can hire somebody for that. But what they want? What they want, April? Peace. What does a they man want, want? Peace, respect, the feminine energy, the support, agreeableness. When I say agreeableness, it doesn't mean I don't challenge you. It's just I pick my battles. If it's not going to hurt me, one of my clients, she was upset. Her husband went and bought a new Corvette, spent a hundred some thousand dollars on it, and she was heated. And I said, I said, let's 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 unpack this, baby. Did you adjust your glasses? Yeah, when I start messing <laughs> with my glasses, you know, I, I had something to say. I'm like, let's 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 unpack this. I said, does it affect your weekly allowance? Your monthly? She had a monthly allowance. She said, uh, no. allowance? Where her husband at? Listen, <laughs> listen. That that allowance that allowance I had you stuck for a little while because I that had you stay a little longer than you supposed to. <laughs> Speaking for myself. <laughs> but she was upset because he made the decision to do that. And I said, what is it that made you so upset? Because you said it doesn't affect your allowance. It doesn't affect the household or anything. She just wanted to be considered, right? Oh. I said, so I get that. But are you going to argue with this man over something that it didn't really affect your lifestyle? All you could have said was, honey, you know, take me for a ride. He takes you for a ride, and you could have said, well, honey, you know what? I really like this car. It really looks nice on you, but I really would have felt better if you would have considered, you know, discussing it with me. Not that you can't go do what you want to do. It just makes me feel seen and heard. That's what feminine energy feels like. Yes. Wow. Not, I'm, he getting on my nerves, <laughs> and you knew, and that, 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 that. No. And then all it's going to do is make him say, oh, babe, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, you I see make you. him feeble I, I, up a little bit. But the only way you can make a man feel you is if you feel yourself. Ooh. We live in such an unbothered culture mode that everybody's unbothered that nobody's feeling. And how you get to a man is through his emotions. How, but if you ain't feeling your own, he don't feel you. He might sleep with you, but he definitely ain't feeling you like and that. And on that, we gonna pause. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, Lordy. Okay. All right. So, I mean, when I say you have been speaking so much, but before I let you go, I have got to get um, at least good three minutes on this woman who has a pack of women following her after this book. Why did you choose to counsel men? Well, what happened was, Moe, after 12 years of coaching women in the area of dating, I was the number one black dating coach for years. Wow. Um, this past October, I decided to retire. So because I decided to do that, uh, some things started to happen, you know, with me. I was I went through what's called the feminine surrender mode, where I was at the bottom of my last level. I was content. Everything was good. But inside, because I'm a feeler, mm -hmm. I start to feel that I had tapped out. And so what happened was I ended up um, having to retire because what I know they're not going to like this, but I have to say it. My main reason was because I had to be more in my masculine energy to coach African-American women. <gasps> no, we're not going to like that. No, and Dang. I know it's going to be all over the blog. But we have, on, but have to overstand. We have to overstand where you're coming from. We know who we are. Yes. And we are a tough yes. cookie. And I'm not that girl. Yeah. You know, and it started taking toll on my body. And it was two years in the making um, of me exiting. And 
one of the things was I'm like, why do I have to talk to you harshly in order for you to get it? Why do I have to literally cuss you out in order for you to get it? And what I found was it was so much stress on my body. And then the unrealistic expectations with men. I had women that would say stuff like, um, if he doesn't have a passport, you know, it's a deal breaker. I'm like, you do know you can pay $150. To go get it. one. Girl, you know, calm your bougie ass down. Yes, it would be stuff like yeah. that. Well, I had one tell me recently, you know, if a man litters on the ground, it's a deal breaker. It's up there with smoking for her. So those are just mild ones. And so there's nothing that I could do at that stage to ease my mind of knowing that it's a possibility that so many of them will not get it or will not have the man that they that they will not have the man that they want. Are we that difficult? Yes. Yes. And I'm Damn. not somebody that's random. I've been doing this for years and it's just my assessment. The women that I've coached that get it, they either got get engaged within a year or engaged and married within a year. The but the majority give so much pushback and the leading with what you do, not who you are. It's like they fight me tooth and nail to be strong. Well, my mama was strong, but look at the quality of your mama's life. Is that what you want? And I even have to correct men. I'm like, no, sweetheart, I'm not a strong woman. I'm an interdependent woman that needs you. However, I'm resourceful, resilient, and can be assertive and stern when need to be. Doesn't mean I'm not feminine. I just know when to be in the queen energy and the princess energy. And sometimes you have to combine the two. Mm -hmm. And so we live in queen energy all the time. And what I mean by that is Domination. Dom- yes. When you don't, when you think of a queen, you think rule. She gonna make it happen. Period. But when you, but when you look at the princess, daddy always come to the aid of the princess. Oh, daddy, mm-hmm. daddy will come to the aid of the princess become before he comes to the aid of mama, mm-hmm. the queen. Yeah. You got to make sure the princess. So I, I don't, I don't tell women to dumb down. I say combine it. But our women have so hard of a time doing this. It totally was too much on me. So in September, I ended up, um, well, before September happened, I decided I wanted to make some changes in my own life. And I was at a country club, and eight uh, seasoned ladies got me all the way together. When I tell you, when I walked in, they looked at me, and they were like, well, boy, your husband. I said, I don't know if I want one of them. Sit down. Oh, by season, you mean, oh. No, no, but listen, they were seasoned, but they were 69 (laughs) to 82, but they looked better than a lot of these 34 year olds out here. They was together. Because old, don't me old, for real. So they sat me down and got me together, and that's what I started my identity switch. Right after that was September. A friend of mine sent me a a flyer to Rick Ross's boss-up conference. So I was like one of maybe five women out of maybe 40 men that attended. In that space, I started to get what my next move was going to be. And hanging out with the fellas of the boss-up conference, talking to Ross and all of those guys, I noticed they all wanted to talk to me about their relationships issues. And as I moved along in in that space and just going to my day to day, I would meet some of the most successful, wealthy, affluent men in Atlanta and abroad. Single. 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 Girl, give me that phone number list. And listen, (laughs) they would all talk to me about their issues. So I started meeting them where they were. In the strip club, at the country club. (laughs) But you got to understand, Mo. They get on my nerves. The strip club is not about sex. The strip club is about feminine energy because that's the only place they can get it because women ain't walking around in the feminine energy. And I'm not talking about the sexual side of the feminine energy. I'm talking about a man craves femininity. This is why 
he don't even know why he will pay to go sit and have wings, not even looking for sex, in a room full of women walking around that are more soft and gentle. That's what he's looking for on a day-to-day basis. And I actually talked about that in the book, in the femininity chapter. So I found that I started getting, from word of mouth, so many of these men from mayors and politicians to rappers to actors, everybody, wanted to say, I need, I need to talk to you. So what we decided to do was transition over to what I call the feminine ear, the premier coaching experience for men. I um, have programs. I have over 70 courses for women, but it puts me in my feminine energy and keeps me there working with men. Because one of the things Judge Joe Brown told me that stuck with me, he said, April, the reason why you're so good with men and they get it like this is because men are used to being coached at some point in their lives, whether it was football, ROTC. Mm. He said, women go to conferences. Women don't actually go to do the work. He said, so that's why you get a lot of that pushback. So I can tell a man, now listen, darling, I hear everything that you just said, and it would sound fantastic. And you are that man on paper. But, baby, let's look at all the five women that you just went through in the last year. Let's figure out the common denominator with that. Why do you feel you got to be um, Captain Saving? Why <laughs> Why do you pick women that can't offer you any anything other than she pretty, though? Mm. Well, Miss April, you don't understand. No, I understand. Let's talk about your mama, baby. Oh, What mama, was your relationship with your mama? Ooh. What did you see your daddy doing? And we get to talk from that perspective, and they listen. Women, well, you don't know my background. They go back and forth. Men, men will, they want the result. Men are results. So if you wrap it in logic, you'd be a little analytical, and the feminine energy as well as the feminine tone, they'll listen. Mm-hmm. Women, they do not. And it starts taking so much off of me to where it's like I'm literally cussing more. Like if I can say, okay, ladies, there's 600 of you in the dating academy every week, you got your weekly activity sheet. You're supposed to be doing 10 to 15, 10 to 20 hours of activities outside of work, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm giving it to them. They get quiet. Nobody does it. And th- now when I come up with, see, this is the ish that I'm talking about. <laughs> Y'all asses act like you want a man, but you really don't. But you're not doing what the hell you're supposed to do. This is the ish that I'm talking so about. We couldn't hear you at first. Now we hear I'm, you. <laughs> I'm not doing that to my body, girl. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting that on my, I'm not putting that but on me But it makes sense anymore. because even when you're training women, and I hear this from my trainers, you have to train them like a drill sergeant. Yes. You have to train yes. them like a drill sergeant or they're not going to show up. They're not going to do their work. They're going to be on their phone. I don't know why we're like this, and but that's I why feel I quit. you, girl. I had to retire. It's like, I, I said, ladies, I don't want to have to talk to you like that. I am from the Bay Area. I am from Oakland. But I don't want to have to be like this all the time. <laughs> Get your ass like up this? and let's go. I don't, don't want to do that. I want to be able to say, listen, based upon the type of man that you want, ladies, I do understand that what I'm going to give you to do is going to feel uncomfortable. But I need you to get a life. Where would the type of men hang out that you, you know, that you would want? Do you know what to do when you get there? Because they always ask, what a good men are. Good men are everywhere. You just don't know. You're, you're, you don't, your energy doesn't say, I qualify. So let me help you qualify your energy for the type of man you want. Do I do that? Yes, that's how I which, talk What chapter is that? Her man. <laughs> Go to her man. It's the, I, put the, I put her man right, um, right at the end because I knew because I've been a dating coach so long, women wanted to know. No, I give you all of the other pertinent information. You read the whole book. Girl, listen, <laughs> when I get to her man part, I say, I think the first line is, I know you to just flip to the back of this, <laughs> to this chapter. Because <laughs> I know what they do. I know what they do. So you better go back and read that read, damn Go back, book. because by the time you get to the man chapter, if you have not become that confident, 
feminine woman that even yeah. understands that you don't talk to your man the same way you talk to your friends or you don't talk to men in general the same way you talk to, to your the women around you, you need to go back and start from the beginning. So they always want me to get them to the man part. I said, baby, I could take you with me because I'm around a lot of successful, single, wealthy black men. The 1% that black the women talk about, girl. I'm around them all the time, and I'm coaching them, and they they just love it. I mean, they rent out houses for me to come and just sit and have conversation, and they turn into, like, these 15-year-old boys mm-hmm. with a new red truck. Oh, my God, Miss April, so what do you think? About? And I love to watch the vulnerability come vulnerability. out with them, and yes. it only happens because I'm connecting with their little boy. I always tell women, and they don't like when I say this, Mo. When you heal the little boy within him, the man you want will show up. See, there they go, always telling black women to heal girl, the man. Always girl. telling black women to heal the man. Or just send him to a professional, sis, if you but don't want to But I'm not talking about anything about therapy. Now, that's a part of it if he <laughs> wants to go. I'm not talking about therapy. So think about this. If you're dealing with a man who's used to rejection or have been abandoned, you showing up when you say you're going to show up, you being mm-hmm. consistent, that's you being what you are. I never said do anything for him. I said be something. Mm-hmm. And that means a man's presence can heal you. If you're not used to a good man and a one comes along into your life, him just being who he naturally is shows you what you've been missing. So when I say heal the little boy in him and the man you want will show up, women think that I'm saying not be wise and just deal with BS. No, a wise woman knows when somebody's on their journey and when they're not. And we will chuck up the deuces real quick. And because I've done this line of work so long, it gives me a little bit more leniency with people, even in my dating life, because I've seen all of the foolery that people want that has nothing to do with their happiness. It has everything to do with their traumas. So when you, I say heal the little boy, I'm just saying if you are a woman that is uh, uh, efficient in what you do, just be that. If you are a woman that's kind, just be that. He might not be used to being kind. If you're a woman that is just that feminine woman with a softer tone, be that. Now, if he cannot honor that, then chuck up the deuces. But being that starts to heal people, just like men will come in our lives and be a safe place. Him just presence being that safe place does the healing. Now, if he needs to go to therapy, I promise you, he will come to that on his own. Or you can say, honey, you know what? I really appreciate you. Um, But I think, you know, I was thinking, Maybe we well, we should go to counseling. You go to one, and I'll go to one. So you can do something like that. So it ain't, oh, I'm the only one with the problem. <laughs> you know, you can put it like that. Yeah. So it's all about how you do what you do. But when I say that, black women think I'm saying to take abuse. No, I'm saying when you're being, being a woman is what connects with the man, not trying to do a woman. Mm. Being her is what does that. So Ooh, Ooh, they, they're going to be mad at me all the time, but I, I done retired, honey. <laughs> well, we about to follow you, Miss <laughs> April. What's your social? Miss M.S. April Mason is where you can find me. You can find the book on Amazon. It's a number one bestseller. And if you need a little help, especially my ladies that are listening that I resonated with, I ain't talking about you all that I'm not resonating with, but the ones that I am, I have a course called Reset, um, Reigniting the Black Femininity. And it's for women of color that need to help aligning with that feminine energy again. So um, that can be found on my website, aprilmason.com or April On Demand. But I think out of all about almost 100 courses that I have, I think to get started, it will be Black Woman Reset. I love that one. So, of course, we've been speaking with April Mason, the author of Identity Switch. Make sure you grab the book right here on The Mo Show with me, Mo Quick.